0: It's time for Hobby Addicts, and now here are your Anime Addicts.
1: What the fuck is up? It's time for Hobby Addicts. I'm ready to fucking roll today. I'm Mitsugi. Welcome to the show. I'm joined by... Saisho wa Kerodine.
0: Konnichiwa des Oh
1: K- Konnichiwa te. Oh.
0: Wait, is desk can is that does that make any sense to put desk at the end yeah. of Yeah. Yeah, it's right. okay.
1: It's a little too formal, but for you and me, but yeah, you can do that. If you're and you're on the radio, you're talking to people, okay. Kerodine des Hi
0: Konnichiwa fucking wa <laughs>
1: <laughs> There we go. Damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 bam. That's way less form- formal. Um that's that's my quota of cursing for today. Sorry, guys. I, I just blew it on that one. But yeah. hello. How's it going?
1: Yatta. Yeah. Atode oh, hokano koe wa Mason.
2: It's your boy. This
0: is cringe. <laughs> this is really cringe. It's your boy,
2: Mason. No, uh, we're doing all right. We're doing well. It's I'm in the midst of helping friends and household move houses so, I am perched up in a new location full of cat fur that's making me all oh. sneezy. Oh, but that's uh, not a we're good doing location. all right. Are you allergic to cats, Mason? Uh, like, mildly. Okay. I'm
0: also kind like of allergic if, to cats. If so. I'm
2: in a room with cats, I'm doing all right. I can pet them, no problem. It's when you're moving boxes around and kicking up years and years of fur. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then your eyes are like, ooh, it's a little watery, ooh, it's a little sneezy, ooh, it's a little coffee. So hopefully it's going to work out all right. But uh, no, we're, we're still here, still glad to do the podcast.
1: You know, it's so funny. Yeah. I, I was listening to a show last night, and they were talking about how cats are the only animals that ever domesticated themselves. And they've learned all these tricks that work on humans, like meowing and all this. Well, what I've about heard the that
0: f- cats could never truly be domesticated.
1: didn't well, yeah, heard what about, about her, cats
2: domesticating mouse through their shit?
1: But what I was going to say was, what the fuck's up with the allergies, cats? You want to be all, like, domestic and adaptable so that you can leech off of humans, and then you're going to be all allergic? To- you're going to make us allergic to you? Go fuck yourself. See, my allergies nice. aren't
2: a weakness of me being a weak boy. It is actually a, you know, hereditary strength to push away the feline advances and hold off their domination attempts for another day, or at least a generation. Sure,
0: I sure. would never turn you can off You think any. of it like that.
1: At least as far as catgirls go, I would never turn down their advances. So, today on Hobby Addicts, welcome to episode 113. We're going to talk about Spyro Ripto's Rage. really selling a short there. What's that?
2: Really selling a short. Why? Episode 113.
1: Oh, well, you know how it is. 313, 113. It's all the (laughs) same.
2: (laughs) Erasing years of progress.
1: Spyro, Spyro Ripto's Rage and how it compares to the original Spyro. Also, I've been watching a lot of hockey lately. I figure Mason like My that. man. So we're going to talk about some hockey. Um, Caroline is going to talk Star Wars. And uh, Mason saw the movie Pig, I think. Another round, whatever the hell that means. So we will uh, get into all this. But, but first, Spyro Ripto's Rage. It's the second in the new trilogy that came out, the Reignited Trilogy. And I don't spend too much time because I imagine not many people care. But um, people are very like fixated on graphics, and this game just they just don't have the graphics to keep up with, with what people really want, and so people will be bored. But so they really added a lot to the original Spyro. It was really just a collect a, like a collectathon. You had a certain number of gems in every level. There were a certain number of dragons you had to recover in every level. And when you when you found all, all the gems and dragons, it would tell you, well, you're now at 100. percent completion for the level and you can move on well they it's they do the same thing in the second game but the second game has a lot of stuff added to it so the second game has specials it's very much become a like a metroid style game so there's like climbing flying swimming all these skills you have to obtain and until you obtain them there you're going to run into things in different levels that you can't access and i find this to be tremendously annoying Um, because Spyro, the first game was so good because it's just like a game. You can get drunk and just like requires very little effort and very little skill. And honestly, finding all the gems isn't really even all that hard. And you just kind of just play through it and it's easy and kind of relaxing. Well, now I'm like trying to keep track of what was in this level that I couldn't access and what was in this level. And then I'm like, I'm getting, you get a skill. Then you're like checking every level all over again to try to figure out all the shit you missed. It's just it's become you know a little annoying and instead of saving the dragons in this game, there's like skill challenges you have to do where they reward you with like some item that I don't even know what the hell it is and like oh escort these three baby turtles across the level or solve this puzzle you know or um, you know activate this fire breath power and run around and blow up all blow up all these treasure chests. So there's like all these little side quest missions you do rather than just finding the dragons. So they've added a lot of stuff to it, and I just don't feel like all of it landed. Um, it's not like it's a bad game by any stretch, because it still retains more or less what Spyro was to begin with, which is like goofy monsters that die in one hit and gems, and you pick them up, and you feel happy when you get lots of gems, and you know, and and that's the crux of the game. But really, I, I just feel like all of the all of the backtracking you end up having to do just kind of slows the game down for no reason, and. All of the sorts of like side missions are they some of them just feel kind of stupid, like why is this here? Um, but ultimately, it's still good, so you know, still play through these games and near automata on the horizon. So, I'm guessing Ooh, neither nice, of you have played nice. Spyro Ripto's Rage. No, and that's fine, so I forgive you, I, I forgive you <laughs> for now.
2: I mean, would you recommend Ripto's Rage versus the original?
1: No, I think the original is better right now. Um, I just think it's more enjoyable. I mean, unless you love Metroid game like style games, like if if you love seeing like a wall with like footprints on it, and you know you can climb up, you can walk up this wall, but until you get like the gravity boots from Ratchet and Clank, you know you can't access the that area. If you like having to backtrack and going back to those spots and, and then accessing stuff you couldn't get before, maybe that's for you. I'm sure that some people do enjoy this because the, these Metroid-style games are not all that, uh, you know, they're pretty prolific, but it's just not for me. But I still, yeah, I mean, it's,
2: it's the whole Metrovania, yeah. you know, thing that's become a fad between, like, Hollow Knight and stuff like that.
1: I still like it. It's It doesn't really have much of a map. There's no map, really, in Spyro, so... You know, I, I can't say it retains anything relating to like Castlevania the way that like Hollow Knight does, but you know, it's fine. Uh, but I'm not going to, not going to go on any more about it. Caroline, what is it about Star Wars you want to discuss? Cause it's so broad. Like I didn't know really, I don't, are we talking about the originals? Are you talking about video games? Like what's going on?
0: Okay. So believe it or not, I had never seen Star Wars before, like at all, like nothing, no Star Wars, anything but Mm. of course I've heard so much about it because it's been the top nerd interest of the last 50 years I think Uh, so yeah in that case I figured that I have to watch it at some point so when May the 4th came around this year I was thinking you know what I think now's the time I need to sit down and watch at least one of the movies Uh, and then I got busy and I couldn't do it at that time but then (laughs) last night I'm just sitting around and I'm like you know what I think I'm gonna do it. It's on Disney Plus. I have Disney Plus. Let's watch it. And I have to say, it's pretty good. They should, uh, they should make the big, bigger deal out of this. No, I'm kidding. kidding, (laughs) Um, yeah. So honestly, pretty enjoyable. I was under the impression with a lot of classic movies that people really get behind, and of course, Star Wars. That's an understatement of people getting behind Star Wars. But after enough time passes and after enough hype accumulates, the end, uh, finally going to watch what people are talking about, typically ends up being very disappointing and kind of like underwhelming. Too much hype. This is not really that in that case, I don't think. Oh, Not the fact that it's, like, I do think, of course, a ton of people love Star Wars and they talk about it all the time, so I'm not saying that this is the single greatest movie I've ever seen, but it's interesting. I like the characters. Uh, well, it's I kind gotta of ask, funny.
2: What did yeah. you start with?
0: I started with A New Hope because I knew that was like the first Star Wars movie. Okay. Well, oh, you're, you're
2: doing it right. Okay, I'm doing it
0: right. Gotcha. So
2: I'll, I'll interrupt you. Oh, I don't want to interrupt you. I will say if you plan to keep on watching it, I'll give you the order if you plan, but I want to hear your thoughts on it first.
0: Right. Well, at first, um, going into it. I have to say, C-3PO is the biggest brat I've ever heard. (laughs) Like, he's just so... Actually, no, no, no. That's a lie, because the biggest brat I've ever heard in this movie has to be Luke. He is just the biggest baby. (laughs) Um, Maybe that's just, you know, because he's supposed to be like, uh, like, uncle, when i am going to go out and, like, go to the academy? Like, come on, you said I could. And he's just whining his ass off. Um, And, you know, that's fine, because he's supposed to be a teenager. But, um... Yeah, so c 3 P automatically. I did not think that he was going to have that much personality, you know, because he is a robot android. He's
2: a sassy robot.
0: He is a very sassy robot. He a bitch. Um, I cannot believe, believe how much he uh, absolutely roasts R2-D2 any point he gets. Like, I feel kind of bad for R2-D2, to be honest. Oh, he's so um, cute, Not though. that I can... What was that?
1: Well, people like R2-D2 way better anyway, so c 3 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um i think well there are there were a couple of really great lines that c3po had like, okay so i think the probably the funniest moment for me was uh when they are in the garbage compactor and they're trying to get c3po and r2d2 to stop the compactor and they're like turn it off turn it off turn it off and then finally r2d2 like shuts it all down and they're and they like they're just so happy that it finally turned off because they were about to get killed and they're like yeah yes, yeah so and they're going crazy, and then C three PO is like, "Oh my god, we killed them!"
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I was not expecting that to be so funny. Uh, yeah, but that was great. Um, though I have to say, there were a few weird moments in the movie. Like, here's the fact that Luke comes back to his village and sees the charred remains whoa, whoa, whoa. of the spoilers.
2: Spoiler, skeletons. spoiler. Okay. It's
0: been <laughs> how many? 45 I'm kidding, years? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's hard to believe it's, been, it's actually been that long since the first movie came out. Um, but you see the charred remains of the skeletons of his aunt, or aunt and uncle who have raised him since birth. And he's like, "Oh no!" And then he goes back to Obi Wan. He's like, "I want to come with you." Mm-hmm. He, like, where's the where's the sadness? Like, come on, guy. Like, these are your aunt and uncle. I mean, sure they were difficult, but you loved them. And they're like, "F that! Uh, let's go!" I don't have any reason to stick around here anymore. Hooray! Hooray! Let's go! And th- I would not put that much emphasis on that had it not been for the fact that later on in the movie, when spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh Here we Uh, go again. Obi-Wan dies. Oh. Obi-Wan dies. Come on. And then he's only known this person for like, what, two days? And he's like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that happened. Obi-Wan, no. Like, oh, my God. You've known him for two days. Your aunt and uncle just got charred to death. And you are more broken up over this weird old man that you barely know over your aunt and uncle are you serious Luke he's a space
2: magician he's got cool power sure
0: Obi-Wan's great (laughs) but like come on Luke show a little more compassion for your family that died tragically it's like it's just a weird uh comparison that I found um also more is like what sorry go ahead I,
1: I haven't seen all these movies but is this there's six of them right I haven't seen all six of them um, there's, uh, there's nine There's nine At least uh, And nine, then there's whatever. all the other
0: shows And all that kind of stuff
1: I just know that like The second round of movies they did Were like generally I thought they were I don't know if I've seen them all But I definitely saw at least two of them And one of them has a scene Where like Luke's in like the desert And someone and, like his mom's dying In like a tent or some shit And she just happens to like die The very instant that he arrives Is this is this the same movie you're talking about?
0: Mm, no, no I don't
1: think so Oh okay That's, that's
2: like early on stuff Okay, I got you. I'll I'll get to that. I'll get to that.
1: (laughs) There's just so
0: many moments where I'm like, Luke, come on. Like, that's ridiculous. And um, the thing is that I already, because I'm a huge Avatar fan, so I already knew that Mark Hamill played Ozai. But seeing Mark Hamill this young and hearing his voice, I'm like, no way could that ever possibly be the voice of Ozai.
2: Yeah, Mark Hamill is crazy that he was so successful with this and then also went on to be just a phenomenal voice actor
0: yeah i had no idea
2: yeah he's uh he's he's og he's good stuff
0: and speaking of a voice when uh darth vader first comes in and i hear his voice i'm thinking it's it's, it's kind of weird because it sounds a lot higher pitched than i remember from like he, like hearing clips from Star Wars, you uh-huh. know, I I thought there was a I like I knew it was James Earl Jones voicing him And it does sound like James Earl Jones It just sounds too much like James Earl Jones like I thought that they had like a deeper voice filter put on him
2: Yeah, like something. a modulator.
0: Yeah And maybe they do that in the different movies. I don't know though because I, I mean as the movie went on it sounded less weird but in the first scene it's like he, he just—it sounds not as intimidating as I thought, you know. Yeah. And um, another thing that I—I uh, I found out was that uh, I did not realize that the force was kind of made fun of in this movie, like in the in the beginning of Star Wars, because here you have Darth Vader, all powerful, all frightening. He's using the force to choke people, and they're still laughing at him for believing in the force. I'm like, he can choke you out right now. You just saw him do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was not expecting that, and I also was not expecting them to disrespect Darth Vader all this, all that much in the movie. But, um, yeah, all together, it was a great, it was a great movie, and I plan to watch this. I'm planning to watch The Empire Strikes Back next. I think okay. I better start with the original trilogy. And then I think go into the prequels and nope, then nope, with the No, no, nope. s- no. Nope, you want to
2: nope. hear? You want to hear my recommendation? Okay, go ahead. what do
0: you think? What do you think?
2: Here's the the 100% bonafide way I recommend watching Star Wars. Take into account that I am not the biggest Star Wars fan, but this is objectively correct. So here's how you go, you're going to watch 4, you're going to watch 5, then you're going to watch 2, then you're going to watch 3. <laughs> Then you're going to want watch six, and then you're going to want to watch Spaceballs, and then you're done.
0: <laughs> Spaceballs. Space, yeah, Ball. I definitely want to watch Spaceballs. Four, five,
2: two, three, six Spaceballs. That is the <laughs> ultimate way to experience this franchise. You, so and if you're like completely
0: write off you, the you're, first You're skipping prequel. episode
2: one. Yeah, you can absolutely skip the first episode.
0: Why? Episode it's one, that
2: bad? Uh, it's just, A, not good, and it is also completely self-contained. Everything that happens in that like is resolved by the end like there's no ramifications of what happens in it and like if a character was like shows up in the first episode they're like completely reintroduced in the second like it's you're not going to be like oh who is this character if you're watching the yeah. second like they re-explain everything to you it's painfully obvious it's more jar jar binks than anyone should ever have to sit through <laughs> and it just it's not good
0: okay so f- point taken
2: 45236 and
0: baseballs. then just completely write off the um, the newer movies.
2: I mean, I didn't watch all of them, but they were not good in my opinion. Yeah, so I'll I let you decide then.
1: You know, I you know, I I went and watched because I mean, I I've seen Star Wars the movies, but it's been a long fucking time. So there was a point about five years ago where I went back and watched. I feel like the original one again, the one from the New Hope. And my sort of um, take on these movies and why they're so popular, because I don't really get it. I'm I'm not a Star Wars fan. I don't hate Star Wars, but I just I don't really understand the you know all the fervor, all the excitement. I think it's because if you watch the 1977 movie and you put yourself in the shoes of a person from 1977. The movie must have blown people's minds because of the special effects, and they were just, it just does things that I don't think were being done in film at the time. So you can almost call it like, you know, the first modern, the first like outer space action epic, you know, whatever. Um, The special
2: effects of having PowerPoint transitions between scenes.
1: But like, personally, I know, it's like, okay, here comes the hate. I didn't really think it was that impressive of a movie. I mean, it's just like an action movie. So I was kind of like, I don't that was the only thing I could take from it was that people must think that Star Wars is the greatest thing that ever lived because they saw it in like the 80s and it did things in the 80s that weren't being done by other movies and they were just fucking blown away. And you know you know it would be like if you gave someone from somebody from 1990 an iPhone, like they'd shit their pants, right? So if you had put someone in a theater and like plop the, um, the you know Empire Strikes back in front of somebody in 1980, like they're gonna flip a shit because it's gonna look a fucking incredible compared to anything else but that's what i that that's all i can get from it because you know i watched it and i'm just like well i understand that people love these movies i'm not here to like say they're not good they're fi- that's fine like but i think it's because they were just way ahead of their time to- ahead of the times and not because it's like some epic marvel of storytelling I, I mean i don't know what do you guys think
0: i don't know it's kind of so- too soon to tell for me um but I don't know. I, th- I think it's, it's a very enjoyable movie. Maybe the it doesn't feel as back then when it came out, probably was very uh, revolutionary. I would imagine. Maybe nowadays it's just not as uh, uh, special as it was back then.
2: Well, I, I think know. the original trilogy is fun. Like it doesn't have a stick up its butt like it's a big space opera, but like. They're goofing off they're having a good time like you're along on this intergalactic road trip and like sure it's cheesy in retrospect but it you know it has heart it has compelling characters like i think it's an original it has
0: incest
2: yeah, yeah we love that yeah, here yeah. oh my goodness anime fans love <laughs> okay. it anime. yeah so
0: as i'm watching it as i see luke just like i Macken. walked on Le- leia and i'm thinking myself don't you do it? That's your sister. And then here we come. Here comes Han Solo and I know those two get together, Leia and Han Solo. And I'm like, he's the biggest asshole to her all the entire movie. How do these two get together?
2: Isn't that every love story ever? Like, oh, if the, you know, the guy and the girl like are like butting heads, like that's a sign of eventual affection, right? That's how it works. Yeah. I don't absolutely.
1: know. I I I wonder if you took like Let's say you took a fourteen-year-old that has grown up with the Marvel movies their whole life, and all of their three hundred million-dollar budgets, and just the whole movie is nothing but CG, right? So <clears throat> you could do a study almost. You could say, let's let's drop this population of people that are like just dripping with the consumption of high to, of high-level media, and then put the nineteen seventy-seven Star Wars in front of them. Are they just going to be like, humdy-dum, this is fucking boring? That well, would, be, know, that would be a good way I'm to tell. close to that description.
0: I've seen most of the Marvel movies, and I've seen the best animation and CG that uh, the world has to offer, and I can see that the CG animals in this movie are left... You know, it's, it's not that great, but honestly, for the time, it's pretty incredible. Well, that's what uh, I'm saying, the, like...
1: I'm not saying it just I, looks I like think, a pile think, of
2: doo doo, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like you still get what his character is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit
2: laughable, but like I think it lends it some charm. I think in the newer movies I've seen where much they're worse in that like that
0: from much rec- much more recently, you know.
2: Well Yeah, like when they they tried to go with the like cutting edge CG graphics and then it falls short, then you can see oh this doesn't look good. But when it's so cartoony and puppety, you're like okay I see what they were going for. Like I don't think you have a bad point, Mitz. I think yeah, you show a kid this and there, it's a laughable in a sense. But I think the movie is kind of not taking itself so seriously, where you can't get behind it.
0: It's okay, a- but I have a question. Like, w- what did they do in for the performances of C three PO and R two D two? Are those like actual robots that they made, or no,
1: they're dudes in suits. They're dudes in suits. Yeah, what? for sure. That's incredible
0: yeah. because it just looks so like i can imagine r2d2 being like an actual robot like on a 3 po i can definitely see you know maybe oh. an actor would be wearing that costume but it's pretty i mean, yeah, think it, it looks so good though c 3
1: c c3p might have been a robot they doesn't do a lot i mean well, could sure be, i mean it's the movie still had a you know in, uh, in today's dollar is probably like a 200 million dollar budget and it might have been like yeah. 30, 30 million back then, but that's a lot of money. Like you can do a lot of shit with 200 million dollars. That's
0: you know. Although I think they went over budget. Oh, wait, actually, well, no. Let maybe. me let me look this up, because um, I I did look up some stuff about Star Wars for <laughs> May May the Fourth. There's, there's no doubt. Job.
1: There's no doubt that Star Wars was one of the most successful franchises in the world. Period, and that people love it, and their love of it is justified. I'm sure for whatever reason that they feel like they love it. I'm merely prodding at why do they love it because i didn't particularly think it was worth 45 years of you know of continual orgasming when i watched you see,
0: it see i think it's partially because um, like so many people loved it when they first saw it they probably introduced their kids to it mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and then that kind of just goes up exponentially
1: sure i will buy it
0: okay okay so get this the mm-hmm. budget yeah. of the original star wars film yeah. Eleven million dollars. Okay. That's not that's not a lot.
1: Well, I mean, you have to adjust for inflation.
0: I mean, I don't know how to do that, but I still think that's pretty incredible.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do it for you right now.
0: Sure, thanks. Um, but I also read that like the movie originally <laughs> was just like on the the editing room floor. Up until the very last minute. Apparently it was like complete crap until I think it was George Lucas's wife took a look at it and she made suggestions and all that.
1: So $11 million in t- 1977 is today worth about $52 million, which is crazy. But it's kind of not, it's not really going to work comparatively because there's all kinds of, you know, actors that weren't, actors weren't being paid $30 million a movie yeah. or whatever back then. And they didn't know $4 trillion to like. Uh, you know, this this production committee or this licensing or this whatever the fuck. So, <clears throat> you know, that, yeah. But it's uh 52 million bucks isn't really that much. I mean, I'm sure Doctors, the Doctor Strange movie was four times that much.
0: Oh, yeah, like, if you take a look at any Marvel movie nowadays, like, they have to have a big budget no matter what they're doing, even if it's complete crap.
1: Fuck, the Sonic movie was twice that much. That's just that <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Probably half, the, probably half that money went to Jim Carrey. So buy, uh, buy a new set to of Sonic. Teeth. What's he gonna do? Buy chili dogs with it? <laughs> oh, poor Sonic. He's just a hedgehog. He's a rodent. He has to cur- <laughs> He's constantly not those like the golden rings.
2: That can't control. be good for your enamel.
1: It's so sad. Bling bling. All right. Well, will you give us another another update when you've seen more of the Star Wars movies, Caroline?
0: Of course, I rarely ever have a lot of content for these hobby addicts. So mm. if I see the next one, you'll definitely be hearing about it.
1: Do you hear that? It's the sound of piggies oinking. What's what's wrong with pigs? God. Oh, you don't like butta? What's wrong with piggies? No, I'm just. It's just midzy <laughs> cringe him. setup. <laughs> what? Get the fuck out of here! Uh, well, that's right, two well, what different is this movies. Pig? So round. I'll
2: just do one movie. Uh, and then we'll go back to you for hockey oh, talk because oh. you don't want to load this up with okay. too many too many movies. I I hope it's. I, I am.
1: I hope you're about to talk about pig because I said like, like that.
2: So okay, I watched a movie called oh, Pig.
1: Oh, damn! What a what a guy.
2: And it is a, it's Nicolas Cage baby, and it's it's, oh god, it's spoiler alert, a good movie. It's a really good movie. Oh my god! Um, it came out last year, 2021. And I watched it because I saw like some like Venn diagram like meme where it was like one thing is like the plot of the movie, and then the other circle was like what happened at the Oscars, and then the overlap was just pig was robbed. And that's exactly what happened. Because in this movie, Nicolas Cage plays a truffle hunter. He lives out in the woods of Oregon. And he's got his trusty pig Yay awesome. piggy And they go around And they sniff the dirt And they look for uh, You know Mushrooms and Truffles and things to sell For like high prices At restaurants And in the middle of the night Some people come in Just Knock him out Bop him over the head And steal his precious pig It's so Uh-oh. sad So now uh, No you know, way He's out to For vengeance He's out to oh, Find no. his pig And get her back Cause she's precious this is a real good movie. Um, you say this is a good movie? Oh my god! It, it, okay, because this movie is, is best going in ridiculous. as blind as possible because it gets wild. I mean, you you go from without spoiling too much, you go from the wor- woods of Oregon to like underground restaurant fight clubs pretty quickly, and it only gets weirder. But. Uh, it's it's good. It's definitely was robbed at the Oscars. It should have gotten a lot more love. The uh, cinematography and just the visuals are so good. Like just they're somber. They're detailed and they're just really exquisitely framed. And it's just a joy to watch. And it just you just you're along for the ride. Is Nicholas Cage plays just this like grouchy man with the mysterious past? It has like all these mysterious connections to people. And he goes on like this, like tear of like the black undermarket, like underbelly of, you know, Portland restaurant scenes to try to like, find out like, who took his pig, and I liked it. It was pretty good. It's not obviously for everyone, but you know you're all about Rotten Tomatoes, aren't you, Mits? I think this has like.
1: Not, not really. I'm I'm all about a website that'll like. Okay, well, Give go to any an aggregator that you uh, prefer, opinion, and I'm—I so I would bet you center. good
2: money that Pig has a pretty high rating okay. from everyone. From the critics or from the from everyone? Everyone loves Pig. Pigs are so cute. Everyone. Okay. All right, we're gonna um, find out. Yeah, and Pig, uh, here we go. We're gonna look this up. We like it, but Nicholas Cage right. plays right. plays it really well. I've definitely grown to admire his sense of just going for it no matter what the role is and he just plays the super you know just troubled man and of course the movie is not about a pig i mean it is like from face value but it it is very much like a story of loss and sadness and like coming to terms with you know the death of those close to you or the disappearance or you know just accepting things and being able to move on and it's one of those the the story beneath the story that really makes it powerful so uh, Pig if you had a chance to watch it it's only like 90 minutes it's pretty short obviously it's not going to be a Star Wars or Marvel like CG mega hit but it's it's worth your time
1: so give it a shot yeah alright little piggies yeah, I, I I ate some bacon earlier. Okay. It was good.
0: I'm a big fan of bacon.
1: big fan of bacon. Pig fan of bacon. I like it. I even have a uh, a big sign in my kitchen that says, I heart bacon. I do. Let's do it. Yep. A lot of hockey talk coming right up. Yeah. I've watching a lot of hockey. Mason, who do you think is going to win the Stanley <sighs> Cup this year? You're down to five teams.
2: Um... I'm hoping that the Avalanche win it yeah because really? Uh, I really don't want to see the that? lightning win again for those listening they've won the last two Stanley Cups and already winning back-to back Stanley Cups is unbelievably impressive uh but three times while you know neat is too much you know we can't we can't have this we can't they can't keep getting away with it we can't have Florida with the cup three times in a row that's that's absurd. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a phenomenal team though. So I think they're going to make Tampa. the play. I think they're going to make the finals. This basketball the goalies, God tear, but I hope, I hope the abs dethrone them. Uh, I don't like, so I play goalie in hockey, if you didn't know. So I'm very like cued in to how the goalies are playing and what I think about them. And I don't like Edmonton's goalie. And I think the Rangers are going to beat the, hurricanes uh because he why don't you like i don't like his personality i don't like his style of playing he's just a wild man he's just a wild animal and i prefer the more you know straight shooters if you will so i i hope the avalanche beat the oilers okay and then i hope the avalanche beat the rangers that would be my dream matchup
1: Well, if I'm being honest, I kind of I'm kind of surprised that the Avalanche have made made this far because they've choked every other playoff since they've been in Denver. Um, mm-hmm. They seem to always be a favorite, one of the favorites, and continually seem to like. I heard a stat that this is the first time in 20 years they've made it to the semifinal. Which, I mean, considering how well they've how good their team's been the last few years, it's hard. I'm kind of surprised they haven't made the semifinal yet, and. I kind of feel like they weren't going to make the semifinal this time, because of just some unbelievably gritty play from the Blues, who Pancake hates, and uh, and but boy, man, I don't know if you saw that third oh, yeah. goal by Bob. Have you been watching five. besides the Avalanche? A bunch of hockey. Okay. Um, I've been watching no, pretty much just the Avalanche, uh, but I'm but I'm but I'm keeping up with like what's happening. You know, I'm I'm very impressed with Tampa. I think the fact that they swept the number one seeded Florida yeah. after losing arguably their best player, Braden Point, who to, to, who might come back, they're they're saying for the playoffs, but we'll see. Um, I didn't expect them to sweep, and the only thing I can say about Tampa, who I think will win again, by the way, is because that they mm-hmm. have so much playoff experience with that roster that I just feel like they're unfazed by any of this in a way that these other teams, you know. Colorado's never been to round three Edmonton I don't know much about them I don't recall them being very far recently nope the Rangers I can't remember them being very far recently and so I just feel like Tampa has more experience than all the other three teams combined and when they get to the final if they get there it'll be a, another another just day at day at the office and these other teams are gonna I'm wondering if whoever else makes it to the final is going to be a little sh- stunned by the moment whereas you know the lightning with Kucherov and Vessel. Um, I can't say that guy's name. Vasilevsky, and maybe Braden Point coming back. It's just going to be a lot. Um, I did get offered tickets to Game Five of the Avalanche, and they have in the box again, which I didn't take them this time because, well, I'm glad I didn't take them. First of all, because they lost. But I'm holding out. I'm holding out my goodwill because I'm seeing this collision course of Tampa and the Avalanche in the final, and exactly. it's going to be like my past and, and my whoever present wins has is where battle. you're going to
2: have to live. And...
1: I was like, no, you know, I don't if want. If Tampa st- wins,
2: you're gonna have to go back to Florida. If the Ads <laughs> win, you might have to stay High in stakes. Denver a bit longer.
1: Wow, <laughs> I'll be living in an apartment for the rest of my life. then. Yeah. the average home price in Denver is like 750k. Um, so which is like which is ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm. Ho- I was hoping I'd get invited to that later game because. Yeah. By turning down the one, I was like, you know, let someone else enjoy it. So but uh just unbelievable and then to score that goal in game Savage. six with like four seconds left i'm sitting down da- i'm sitting down at like the little flat screen tv and like by the pool at my apartment place and like my swim trunks just like in disbelief that they scored yeah that i was getting ready f- for overtime i was
2: like okay strap it down I've, i have you know 18 minutes before overtime starts i'll get some food or something and then they're like how about no how about we just score right yeah. at the end bing bam thank you ma'am let's get out of here exactly
1: how about the hell with your food you're gonna go you're gonna But regardless this game is over
2: more than like wanting a specific team to win i just want good hockey games and i want lots of them so i will always vote for the home team to win because if that always happens it means the fans that go to the games are happy. Gotcha. And it means we always get seven games of hockey in a series.
1: So are you are you as happy as Pancake I am a Blackhawks fan, so I'm yes, sure I am happy because the Blues are
2: arguably so so. their closest rival right now. That said, I am bummed that the Blues lost their main goalie yeah. like a couple games in. So... Yeah. Well, you know how would, much better would they have done with their main guy? I think a lot better. I think that would have made the games a little more close and competitive. And you just hate to see a team lose by one of their biggest factors being like injured. Yeah. So. Oh well.
1: I also uh, I also saw that Colorado guy get his sternum <laughs> broken. He's yeah. Got yeah. Crushed by the by the Blues player. Anyway, I guess I got a couple things I got to wrap up here before we start the main podcast. So I'm going to play us out here real quick. Uh, But we will return to Hockey Talk later when the... uh, Go watch Star Wars. Take care, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah.
0: See you later.
1: Bye, guys.